It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Are you guys ready for a five-pack of McNuggets? I can't wait for this. Give me a five-piece. Before I give you guys a a five-piece, i got to remind everybody that if you're ever in the need of life-saving antibiotics, you know who to call. It is Jace Medical at jacemedical.com. They take all the uncertainty out of the equation by providing five life-saving antibiotics for emergency (gasps) use, giving you peace of mind. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the evaluation to the delivery, ongoing consultation and care, so don't get caught unprepared. Get $20 off on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using promo code LOCKEDON at checkout at Jace Medical. That is J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, guys. So I searched the interweb, the deep depths of PFF, Pro Football Reference, any stat website you could find for the five things I think you need to know. JG, Jason, Bull, and everyone out there watching to make you a smarter, more intelligent mm. fan for this particular matchup between I'll be the Browns and the Ravens. Now, this, does this five-piece come with sauce or no? You guys tell me what sauce this right. five-piece comes with at okay. the end. Uh, there is a Deshaun Watson stat in there. If he doesn't play, obviously, we're going to have to alleviate that stat from the, the right. five-piece of McNuggets. But we're going to start with Lamar Jackson and Lamar the Scrambler. So far this season, 54% of Lamar's rushing yards have come on designed quarterback scrambles. So actual offensive plays where Todd Munkin says, Lamar, go do what you do best. When they dial up quarterback run plays, though, he's running 56% to the left side of the line of scrimmage. Now, why is that relevant? Well, for the last three years, he's always been at least 50% to the right side. Interesting. New offensive coordinator, maybe new philosophy. Ronnie Staley's the left tackle here. Why that matters on Sunday? Well, Miles Garrett is lined up over the left tackle 57% of the time this season. Mm. If you're going to run at any defensive end in the NFL, the one I want to run at the least is number 95 on Cleveland. So if the tendencies, what we've seen through three games so far, hold up, we're going to see a lot of Miles trying to shed a blocker and tackle Lamar Jackson at one time. I'm putting my money on 95 in that match. Yeah, I like 95 too. I mean, yeah. I think there will be plays where eight gets them. Yeah. But I, overall for the game, I like Miles. Yeah. And, 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 that's not, and here's the crazy thing about it is when you look at the statistics, they're in the middle of the pack 
in terms of five-man five rushers or pressures. They're not blitzing that much. No, because they can get home before. It just mm-hmm. looked like they're moving around too, a lot. So a lot of people is thinking, oh, you, they're getting home with four and still being able to leave seven in cover. Right. I think one of the reasons it feels like they are bringing more more often <laughs> yeah. is because it feels like when they do bring that extra guy, they're getting home. Yeah. They, so it just, feels like it's happening a lot more than it is. Yeah. But, hell, you can get home with four or do it. Yeah, I take it. Take it. Sorry, Joe Woods. We were that ain't that sorry, Joe. We weren't doing the same thing for you last year. Ain't that messed up? That's like seeing seeing your new your old girlfriend. But when you when she started, she was somebody else. When she started wearing dresses, you was wearing sweatpants when you was around me. You weren't even going to the gym. <laughs> well, he was also dating Tommy Togia last year. <laughs> yeah, so. that's right. His girlfriend his girlfriend wasn't nearly as pretty as Jim Schwartz's girlfriend. That's the best time I think. That was good. Uh, he took Tommy Togi out of the prom. Togi, I ain't even in school anymore. I ain't even touching that. I ain't touching that. What's up, Tommy? Tommy might want to come punch me in the face. Jason said that. I ain't said nothing about that. It's like when you Damn, go to the extra harsh. small private school and there's 12 kids in the class. Yeah. Three girls. Slim pickings, man. Pickings, you got to go what you got to go with. <laughs> All right, the second stat of the McNuggets five-pack you need to know. We talked about the Sean Watson and clean pockets versus under pressure this season. Well, there's a big variance, but there's no variance bigger in the NFL this season through three games from a clean pocket versus under pressure than Lamar Jackson. Take a look at these stats. In a clean pocket this season, he's completing 81% oh, of his passes. Wow. Throwing two touchdowns, no interceptions. Under pressure, only 37.5% completion percentage is thrown an interception. That 43.9% difference is the single biggest difference in the NFL through three weeks. Minus last night's game. I have to go check. I, I did this yesterday. Yeah. Of any quarterback's completion percentage between a clean pocket and under pressure. His PFF grade drops 57 points oh, from a clean geez. pocket from a 90.1 into the 40s under pressure. According to PFF, in only 16 dropbacks where he's been under pressure – he has three turnover-worthy throws. That's a 8.3%, the highest number in the NFL. Wow. And to put that into context, just to give you what's coming on Sunday, the Browns generate pressure on 32.3% of opposing quarterback dropbacks. That is the number one highest rate in the I, NFL. I think you dropped the ball on this one, Mike. I think you needed to have last year's statistics to back up what you have because 16 passes in that situation is not enough of a sample size. I think if it, if it fit last year, if it was the same way last year, and then you just backed it up with But it's a year. totally new offense with Todd Munkin. That doesn't matter. Is it really well, that different enough? They're doing things differently for sure. I think it matters. And I think well, I, I actually, when I was t- deciding who was going to win this game, yeah. Um, if there had to be one stat that I didn't know about that I would love to have had to use as backup for why I made my pick, it would be that one. I'm picking the Browns because I believe the Browns' defensive front is going to win that battle and they're going to put Lamar under pressure. And without knowing what the numbers are, my eyes tell me throughout his career, he is really, really good when he has time to stand back there in a clean pocket. But you want to force him into those situations. That's when you get the turnovers. So I think that's the reason I picked the Browns. I like that stat. Bull, I got your numbers for you from last year. Yeah. Last season... 249 dropbacks in a clean pocket, a 70% completion percentage, 13 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, an 88.6 PFF grade. Last season under pressure, 129 dropbacks, a 40.9% completion percentage, so 30 points fewer, 
four touchdowns, two interceptions, a 51.9 PFF grade. So not as big of a drop-off this still, year. It's still pretty significant. But where does, I would need to know where that ranks, big. too. But I, that, I agree with Jay that the eye test has always told me as well that Lamar is more affected by pressure than the average quarterback. Yeah. He'll throw you one. He'll throw one. Yes, they got four picks no one time. He makes panic decisions sometimes under pressure, uh, you know, from watching him over the years. I also think that he he's more easily rattled than your average quarterback. Uh, that's the way it seems. You want your quarterback on an even keel. I, I have too many images in my head of Lamar on the sidelines during a game in which he was heavily pressured and he's thrown a pick or two where he's wearing defeat head to toe. Again, I don't. I mean, I agree with that. I also would say, and, and this is, I don't have. Uh, this is just eye test and my thoughts about Lamar. Right. Is he's a front runner quarterback. Yes. I don't like him when you're losing. Yeah. When you got the lead, he's he's fantastic. Right. He's and not maybe if you're down a score, it's okay. But once the game starts to get out of hand, yeah. it, 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 he's it, not rallying yeah, you back. Yeah. I don't feel no. like he's bringing you back from two it, touchdowns. It, 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 you know, my dad hit me up yesterday and we was he was watching the Thursday night game and he said the Browns need to do exactly what the Lions did. The Lions jumped out and was all over the Packers. Yeah, they were. Jordan well, Love, the Packers scored first because uh, uh, Goff threw a pick. Goff threw yeah, a pick. Yeah. But, but it, was, it, it was, went from three to nothing to 17 or 21 yeah. to three. 24 to three and in we, no time. And Jordan Love was confused. They had See, I think if you get to that point, you can take their heart a little bit. And this is, and usually Harbaugh's teams wouldn't say that, but I don't believe, like Bull says, the, the the Ravens aren't good every year defensively. They just they, you just don't get that. You have to earn that title. Yeah. And I think that if you get those guys down a couple of scores, and now Lamar Jackson has to be, you know, patient down the field. He can't get it all back in one play. I think that's when he presses a little bit, and that's why I think they just have an overall advantage over him because I, I think that pressure over time kind of kind of really just bends and, and, and makes you bust. I, I just do. Yeah. All right, number three. We're going to talk a little Deshaun Watson here. So this mm. one could change, obviously, if Deshaun doesn't play. What I've thought of Deshaun Watson's season, I thought he hasn't been very good throwing the deep ball, which has been his strength throughout the most of his career. But when you go into the advanced analytics of the numbers, he's actually <laughs> four of six. Or take it back. He has six completions of 20-plus air yards between the hashes this season. Which, I went back and tracked because I couldn't remember them. It's true. He does. And four of those have been graded as big-time throws by PFF, which essentially means your average quarterback's not making that type of throw. Right. Three of those four passes inside the hashes, including the one to Amari Cooper last week, has led to a touchdown. Marlon Humphrey not expected to play on Sunday. The Ravens have given up the second-most yards in the NFL in the air between the hashes this season. If Stefanski's going to dial something up, I expect it to be deep between the hashes. How does that Kyle compare, Mike? How does the six and the four compare around the league? You have that? Like, is that a high number? Is that a low the number? Four is, uh, the four was third in the NFL of okay. big-time throws between the hashes. I'm not sure on completions. I can look that up for you in a second. It's four. odd because we don't have a completion percentage. In my mind, his deep throws that are coming to mind were overthrows. Misses. Were, yeah, they were misses. So I don't know what his completion percentage is on the – throws beyond 20 yards downfield I do remember he had some really nice hookups with the Mari Cooper that were further than 20 yards but in week one he overthrew Marquise Goodwin twice 
He underthrew uh, yeah, underthrew him. him I'm twice. sorry. On balls that would have been touchdowns. And Cooper, he underthrew last week on the easy touchdown, but he said that was intentional. The coverage yeah. was such a bust. He was so open. He said the worst thing you can do is overthrow him. We want to give him a chance to uh, catch yep. it. Really. I got you. So numbers, I believe him on that one. Okay. That he underthrew that intentionally. He is 13 of 16 this season on deep passes of 20 plus yards. God, then. However, then I remember of the, all of, them, of the six right? completions, four have been tracked as big time throws. Okay. He, 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 Deshaun Watson has what I call wow. sneaky good syndrome. Like, d- there's like, there's not a huge crazy play where you like, man, that was so crazy. It's made the highlights, but he got sneaky good throws. He's not that fast, but he, he he's elusive. He sheds people off, and he he tends to play better than what you remember. Like you know, like I go back and look, and, and you think about it. That throw to DPJ. Even even he had a throw one like that in Pittsburgh. He had a throw. It to was Mark Cooper, Cooper on the side. I'm like, and there was two or three throws he threw to Elijah uh, Moore that were incomplete because he didn't get his feet down. Right. But they by were the in- way, the big time throws don't have to be completions. Uh, another, by the way, hmm. the Browns line has just gone to minus one. Okay, that the is spread is rapidly changing. Yeah, that, that is. is big news. It, that it's is. gone from three. Ten minutes ago, it was two and a half. Now the Browns are favored by one. Zach, uh, Zach texted me. Just I showed both, and Zach doesn't think he's playing. Doesn't think he's playing. Yeah, he doesn't think he's playing. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, that's nothing official. That's just no. He's been around that team a long time, and he you knows know. What but to no, knowing what you said and how Zach described it, he threw one pass and came immediately over to, to the, the trainer. trainer. Yeah. The only benefit uh, that's that I can, not that's the, not good. The only upside of DTR playing is that the Ravens have no clue what to expect. Neither do we. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for some positive. Yeah. Dang man. No, there's not much tape. Well, I do think I do think it'll be the same offense, same plays, same. I think it'll look very similar. Well, with that DTR. was the reason that that's you drafted the guy like drafted DTR. Him. That's exactly right. You don't want to have the situation that you had last year where Brissett's running a completely different offense right. this than is, Deshaun Watson. This is, is kind of crazy. It changed a lot of stuff, man. And, and, no, it changes and, a lot of stuff. It changes everything. And, and, and you just mentioned there's no there's no Marlon Humphrey playing. The secondary is banged up. They had to find guys off the street to mess around to even get, you know what I'm saying, to get people up front to rush the passer. This game was setting up where if you get a Deshaun Watson coming off his best game, this is a game that the Browns are looking to win. Now you're taking a look at it. You bring it back. You had DTR coming in the game. And we don't, I don't know, we don't know what to expect. They well, I think the expect. one thing we should expect would be short, high percentage completions. Very, you know, like, it's I don't want to say offense. dumb down the offense, it's but the Bakerize offense. the offense. Make everything quick reads, underneath, short. Here is where the Nick Chubb thing becomes a real problem. Normally, in a game like this, with Nick Chubb over there, you're like, okay, we shift gears, and now we go heavy run, heavy Nick Chubb. There is no Nick Chubb. Right. Yeah. So that this is one of those situations where if it ends up being DTR, Baltimore is going to be able to pin their ears back, come after him, and know that there's not really a big second option that the Browns can go to. I think I think this the game plan for Kareem Hunt just ratcheted it up. I think you see a lot more Kareem Hunt. I think you see Jerome Ford. Kareem Hunt's dinged up. He's dinged up a little bit too. Do like, we know? Do we know the likelihood of him playing? I he, think that is the. I, I won't call it rust, but hit. He hadn't been in camp, he, right? He, I, he can't come back. He got hit for playing. the first time. Yeah, that like, that was that was called it, that, that. My soul is hurting. Yeah, well, that goes yeah. back to the point I was making last week. He cannot possibly be in shape. You no. don't go from Planet yeah. Fitness to Cleveland Browns. But Stadium. do we do we know if his dings are serious enough to keep him off he the came, field? He practiced. 
He practiced yesterday. Yeah, I mean, as of now, I would expect that he plays, yeah, right. but who knows? Well, we thought Deshaun Watson right. was, was good. And it's still not official. He hasn't been ruled out by any stretch. No, no, no. But a guy that knows the team pretty well and has covered them for long enough to know how these things play out. I don't know if you want me to say that or not. Sorry, Uh-oh. Zach. He, <laughs> he just texted me. He's like, nice job, Kurt Schilling. <laughs> <laughs> well, here are two stats to wrap this up that will make anyone feel better, and it highlights the Browns' defense. And we got super chats real quick. But Miles Garrett, we talked about him needing to have a monster season. This was his chance to break out. Well, so far through three games, he is doing that. He is the single highest PFF pass rush grade in the NFL through three weeks, a 93.6. He's on pace to set a single season career high in pressures with 51, sacks with 20, quarterback hits with 23, a pass rush win rate, and the opposing tackles he's faced through three games this season have an average PFF grade Uh, of 28.9. Oh, my. Miles Garrett, regardless of who's at quarterback for the Browns, is poised to wreak havoc on Baltimore's offensive line. I, look, man, listen, I, people may not believe me. The first three seasons, first three, four weeks of the year, defensive ends don't get highlights listed. He went viral against the NBA crossover stand-up defensive end. Then he went viral a couple weeks later by, by, by inventing the defensive end in motion play, which will revolutionize the game. Listen, Miles Garrett, if, uh, he, if he don't play another snap, just that I think they might even put him in the Hall of Fame. He's that good. I, they, they, look. We have Let's one not more talk to get about to play another real snap. quick, though. Uh, <laughs> on one thing while we're talking about Miles Garrett and PFF grades, um, if you look at the top 10 highest rated players in the NFL, defensive players through three games, Grant Delpit's number nine. No, Grant. I mean, we, we've known that he, he's just looked like a completely different player, but top 10. Right now in PFF grade through three that weeks. Grant Duffel looked crazy. Just looked, in time for a new contract. Yep. <laughs> you aren't kidding. Get <laughs> ready to pay Just him. in time. Just pay the man. Before I read you guys my final stat, we can't show it, but on Twitter there's a play going around that shows where it, it may be Deshaun Watson getting hurt. It was a designed quarterback run, by the way. Oh, you talk about that power run where he ran and he ran put his shoulder down. Yeah, got to, yeah, yep. Yep, yep. That is what people are, and this is just on Twitter. There's no official well, word. At the time when are. that happened, I'm like, Ooh. that doesn't look good. Yeah. I don't know why we're doing that. Yeah. All right, our final five piece of McNugget stat Damn. is that MJ Emerson is that dude. Through three games this year, Denzel Ward's been targeted 22 times. He's given up 11 receptions, 151 yards, skewed because the one big George Pickens touchdown. But quarterbacks against him have an 87.5 passer rating against Ward. Now, that's wow. once again skewed because that one of the play. one big play yes. for Pickett. In two games, Greg Newsom's been targeted six times. He's given up four receptions, 34 yards. He's at 81.3 passer rating against. Well, MJ Emerson's that dude. He's played all three games. He's been targeted 12 times. He's allowed three receptions for 37 yards. Wow. And his 39.9 pa- passer rating against is the fifth best in the NFL. Which is why I would He's take not- him over Joe Batonio! This dude is <laughs> right elite. <laughs> First of all, we... You need context to that as to who he's guarding on each play. It don't matter. Jamar Chase six times allowed one reception to Jamar Chase. On how many plays? Six. Six Six targets. To to G's point earlier about we do what we do, Denzel Ward gets that side. Martin Emerson gets that side. They don't care who they're lining up against. They just cut the field in half. I got to give Jason credit. You know, we all know he – he uh, crapped the bed on his. Uh, okay. No, I'm giving you credit. I, wait, I, am, <laughs> I know where you're going. As he gives you credit, <laughs> I know. No he's going to dump on your He was lost in the soup on Jed. I Wills. knew you were going to say that. However, something we yeah. talked about yesterday yeah. has nothing to do with the Browns. You and I were arguing for years about 
Josh Naylor continuing to play against Lefty. <laughs> yep, yep. And he had a really good year again. Yeah, and he was, he was pounding so on I got to give you kudos for that. Because right. you said stick with him, stick with him. Yep. I was done with him against Lefty. You were. You up 2-1. You got Emerson and, 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 and Naylor. 2-1. You only had you only had. Well, I never said Emerson one. wasn't bad. I know. No, no, the, the the, the he picks. hits on Naylor. He hits yeah. on Emerson. He's way off on Jed Wills. They, yep, they, right. two, 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 he one, was yeah. average in the past. No. This year, <laughs> he's been terrible. No. This year, he's been. My point was in the past. He Mike, uh, I want to con- commend you. I thought yeah. that your uh, your five piece was spicy. Yeah, I it was mean, good. I got to be. It was, it was great. Mike did an excellent job. But this Deshaun Watson news just hangs over everything. Yeah, I no, it does. It yeah, really yeah. kind of casts a pall on on all of our discussion. Yeah, I we I, look at our, the, our first topic in our twelve thirty show. We have to change is, it. Uh, well, yeah, it's yeah. got to be. Yeah. A, we're calling an audible. It can't be Watson versus right. Uh, it's Ken the Browns Jackson. with DTR quarterback. How do they How do yeah. they win without him at quarterback? Because it's it seems to be Vegas always knows. Vegas has five Zach Jacksons. Yeah. And the fact that Vegas has moved the line that much in 20 minutes. And to Bull's point, nothing moves the line like a quarterback. You aren't That's kidding. the only thing that really moves Yeah, you aren't line. kidding. Yes. Yep. Before we move over to KYC, yep. and please, Damn. if you're watching, come join us on KYC. we got a couple Super Chats to read, and Super Chats are brought to us by PCC Air Force. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Air Force is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Air Force in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions. Started $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. we got a couple of these today, guys. Cottonwood Slim says... My suggestion for the defensive line nickname, Hounds of War. Oh Real quick, God. like it, don't. You All right, we're moving on. It's got to come naturally. Yeah, by that th- doesn't something feel, that happens that doesn't or whatever. Feel good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Professor Chaos says, G. Bush, you should make a couple Kool-Aid Mafia shirts or hoodies with the captain patch. Uh, Professor Chaos also says, G. Bush looks like the rock in the photo with a turtleneck and a chain. That's, 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 the, that's, right. that's, that's a good call. That's right. I think that's the look he was going for. Hey, man, me and, me and the chat been going back and forth all day. They've been killing me in there. I didn't, I didn't have Why? Problem. No, they, you for your suit? They, they don't. They just, they funny. They'd be like, yo, you look like a deacon today. If you smell. <laughs> we got two more. Can Darryl you raise Perryman. one eyebrow? <laughs> what the G? <laughs> Our guy Daryl says True. pressure Kendrick Lamar at the middle all game contain Kendrick the edge Lamar. is key to victory. May the Schwartz be with us. UCSS rocks is gaining traction all over Cleveland. Love you guys, Daryl. Daryl, Dewan's brother. We love yeah. you too, Daryl. Yeah, the guy, the man, the le- myth, fan. the legend. He's gonna do some promo stuff for us next week. I'm not kidding. Good. And Scott Jenkins says if the Browns defense shuts down the Ravens with another masterpiece, we should crown them the factory of sackness. Let me tell you oh, something. Oh, I like that. Oh, the, okay, now that one works. I like if, that. If the Browns win this game with DTR because of a dominant, you know, outside of the unlikely scenario, DTR plays a great. You like gonna elevate them? You, you no, elevate no, no, no. them to where? If if they beat the Ravens mm-hmm. with the Ravens knowing that the Browns have a rookie making his first starting quarterback and nothing at running back, that would be miraculous job by the defense. The Browns defense that would, would that would fi- that would well, move hey, them up another level. I mean, in if my they eyes. if they hold their opponent to three points again, yeah. we're not asking a quarterback to do much. But they better hold them because the offense is going to struggle without. It sucks because Watson just had his best game. Well, DTR going to have some throws I mean, okay, fair. But Watson was terrible against Cincinnati, and they scored 24 points. That's true. You're right. And now they also had Nick Chubb. Yeah, so yes. but there is a difference. Of course, with I mean, seeing Watson there, yes. seeing this guy yes. there. I mean, I mean yes. do you want to make the crazy if you can turn him over? That maybe Chubb's having surgery today. Maybe he'll be ready by Sunday. You never know with that guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you think. That's See crazy. on TV.
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Jay Crawford. Adam the Bull. Garrett Bush. And so many big names... It would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! We are 48 hours and 30 minutes to kick off the Browns and the Ravens. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the ultimate Cleveland sports show on Channel 3. I'm Jake Crawford. And I'm going to tell you why the air has completely left this studio within the last 30 minutes. Bull? Jay, I'm Adam the Bull. And uh, yes, Deshaun Watson may not play this Sunday. What's it going to take for them to win with DTR potentially making his first NFL start? G. Bush. Hey, I'm G. Bush, the people's champ, the leader of the Kool-Aid Mafia. And I'm going to tell you why you got about five to ten days or five to ten seconds to get with DTR and look up some of his highlights on YouTube because he might be playing. And I'm Jason Lloyd. I'm going to tell you why the defense more than ever <laughs> has to be on point against Lamar Jackson in Baltimore on Sunday. Mikey. And I'm Mikey McNuggets, and I spent an entire week making graphics for Lamar versus Deshaun that have all gone to the Hayward in the last 10 minutes. So bear with us today. Yeah. Now, we don't know it yet. We're, yes. we're, to no. the point where yeah. we're kind of talking as if it's a foregone conclusion. Right. And it is trending in that way, but we don't know for sure we that don't. Watson will not play. Uh, some evidence to get you up to speed if you didn't watch the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show for the last 90 minutes on YouTube. Yesterday, he practiced. Mm-hmm. He, uh, it was, it was des- described as light throwing. Today, Deshaun Watson came out, made one pass. This according to Zach Jackson of The Athletic. Made one pass, immediately went over, walked to the trainer, and that was it. He hasn't practiced since. After that happened, immediately Las Vegas moved the line on this game from Browns minus two and a half to Browns minus one. That's a a significant massive swing. Yeah, that almost never happens unless there's a hurt quarterback. So we're going to call a show audible. We were going to ask this question right now. You can choose one quarterback over the other. Were you going to take Lamar Jackson or yes. do you take Deshaun? Yeah. I'll take Lamar Jackson. Or are you going to take Deshaun Watson? <laughs> Lamar. For the record, yeah. I was Lamar. Yeah. I was Lamar. I was Deshaun. But now we're calling that audible and yeah. we're saying this. If it is DTR, the Browns pick at quarterback in the last draft, how are you game planning? What's your thoughts coming into this game with DTR as the starting quarterback makes if that's the way it happens? What makes it, you know, usually when you have a guy making his first NFL start, especially a guy who's not – you know, he was a late-round pick. It's not like he's expected to be a starter at some point. Right. Uh, you would usually want to re- lean heavily on your running game. And we don't know yet if the Browns' current running game is capable. But we're going to find out. Because if Deshaun Watson doesn't play, I can't have DTR throwing the ball 40 times. I'm, no. not gonna, they can't win that way. So the Browns are going to have to run it, and they're going to have to run it well. I know the defense has been great, guys. 
And I expect the defense to play great again. But how much can you ask of them? Uh, they're going to have, they, you know, we say, well, if they hold them to three points, well, it's not realistic to keep expecting them to hold teams to three points. The Browns offense is going to have to score. And if they're going to do it, they're going to have to have a big, a big ground game because that will, will open things up a little bit for DTR to get something done in the passing game. I do think they can throw it, but you're not throwing, you're not looking for a chunk plays 25 yards down the field with DTR. It's quick outs. It's Elijah Moore in the backfield again, even though we really haven't seen much out of Elijah production wise at this point, but it's quick shots out of the backfield. It's getting guys the ball in space and making things happen. If you're trying to line up with Jerome Ford and you're trying to run it between the tackles 18, 20 times, I don't think that's very successful either against right, the Baltimore yeah. team. They're going to need DTR to make plays in the passing game. I just don't think it's the same type of plays that you would expect out of Deshaun Watson. You know, you listen, I, I expect this to be a field position game. You have to play complimentary football. You got to get good special teams. And it, it's ironic that Nick Chubb goes, you know, under surgery today because that would be a great guy to have today uh, or on Sunday if you want to run the football. I think you're going to have to lean more on, on Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, you know, came in. He was a little banged up. He not really in football shape, but I think you're going to have to lean on Kareem Hunt a little more. And to Jason's point, you are going to need to have some throws from DTR. You can't just line up and run, you know, the run, uh, you know, the ball and, and hope Baltimore is going to be playing back. You got to hit some throws. You got to use his legs and the defense has to have a great game. It's the Baker Jacoby offense of yeah. eight, six, eight yards. Yeah, throwing to a stationary target. You're not trying to hit guys in, in stride necessarily. There are ways that you can sort of get these guys into a rhythm early. Kevin's proven he's done it before with quarterbacks again, like Baker and Jacoby. Brissett. I want you guys to bear with me because I'm still dealing with the stages of grief. <laughs> <laughs> but in the last 30 minutes, I have moved on to acceptance. Okay. Okay. For denial was big. You skipped right over anger. Yeah. Yeah. Anger is <laughs> obviously, but uh, in the, uh, I'm in the acceptance stage now. So, so don't kill me for this. Whoa. DTR Dorian Thompson Robinson. If this is his first start is doing something that no one has ever done before. He's making that start after being a five year starter in college because of the COVID year. This guy started five years at UCLA. It wasn't an off school. It was a name brand school in a conference where he played in front of stadiums that had 90,000 fans. He knows what the hostile crowd can sound like, even though this will be a friendly crowd. If you have to have a first time starting quarterback in the NFL, this might be your pick because he's got more experience as a college starter than anyone has before. So I'm trying to talk myself into the fact that this is going to be okay. Dumb the offense down, make everything quick, six to eight yards. He was he looked more than capable. Don't kill me for this. I'm trying to I'm trying to cope. Pre-season. He looked more than capable when he saw him in the preseason. Right. Bull hold your fire. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Don't go crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm coping, okay? I hear you. I know it's the preseason, but well, I, I give you this. It's better that he looked good than yes, bad. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So Does I think anybody we're there. think there's a chance? That they would start P.J. Walker who no, has played no, games no, in the league. No, no, no. They've got no, DTR. They want to see what they have. No. Again, cart before horse. He hasn't been ruled out for the game. It, it's entirely possible that he runs onto that field Sunday. But right now, it looks like it's trending in the other I, I don't direction. Think, I don't think this is disaster. I, I don't I, I really don't. With this defense, it's not disaster. Well, you guys both went from 60% to 20% in their chances. Well, of that's before I was the past acceptance. <laughs> but, but no, I, that's Are we going be, up? No, yes. no, that's 40%? Yeah, we did that on the YouTube show. Let's yeah. do it here quickly. My thoughts, uh, the, the Browns' chances of winning Sunday was at 60%. 
I said, if he's out and it's DTR, it's 15%. I'm now up to 40%. I, I moved up I, to 43%. I can live at 40% too. Okay. I, yeah, yeah. I don't think this is not a lost cause because, no, no, yeah. Yeah. because Deshaun can't play. Now, it's a huge game, obviously, divisional game. We know all the ramifications of it going into a bye week. You'd much rather be three and one than two and two. But I, I don't think that this is the lost cause yeah, by any no. means. It, would we love to have Nick Chubb? Of course oh, we yeah. would. But with the guys they have back there, Kareem Hunt and Ford, you know, you got to think that they could still make something happen in that vein. And I don't think it's nearly as bad as we thought it was 30 minutes ago. In five seconds, I felt better because I got the Kool-Aid out. There Drink we go. the Kool-Aid. There you Drink go. the Kool-Aid. Now, one thing we do know for sure, barring yeah. any last-minute surprises, is Lamar Jackson's going to be there. Number eight has been kind of mid this year. There's been moments where he's you looked at him and said, okay, yeah, that's who he is. Other moments where you, you're still not sure. If the Browns decide to go with a spy to just keep an eye on him on every play and be his shadow, who should that guy be? Well, my answer is they shouldn't be a guy. Nobody. I would not spy Lamar Jackson. Okay. I think taking one guy out of what, what he's normally doing and telling him, you just pay attention to this guy – I think that's a bad precedent to set. I understand Lamar is a unique quarterback. We all get that. But Mike gave us some numbers in his five-packer questions before where he talked about, about the fact that how bad Lamar is under pressure and how good the Browns are at getting pressure. If the Browns continue to get pressure on Lamar as they've done to everybody else this year and the corners, the great Martin Emerson... And the pretty good Denzel Ward, if they are able to lock down their men one-on-one, I'm not worried about it. I don't need to put one specific guy. You do what you do. We'll take care of it as a pass rush organically. That's what I say. Jay? I've gone back and forth on this 100 times. I'm going to settle on JOK. I do think they need to spy him. If you're bringing heat, if you're trying to flush him from the pocket, you better have somebody there to catch him when he leaves the pocket. Right. I liked Grant Delpit until I trust Tyvis Powell more than – Sorry, any of you guys. Mm. And Tyvis said he doesn't think it's as much one-on-one coverage because now you got your backs turned to the quarterback. And honestly, I didn't really think about that. So for that reason, you need Grant Delpit more in pass protection if you're not going to go man coverage on the outside as much. I don't know that JOK has the foot speed to keep up with Lamar, but he's a sure tackler, and you just want someone there. You just want someone taking up the space to fill the hole if Lamar is flush from the pocket. I've gone back and forth. You could probably convince me again to go Grant, but for now, I'm going to say JOK. Gee, who you got? I've, I've been back and forth. I would, Grant Delpit is decent. JOK wouldn't be a bad guy, but I'm going to tell you who you need to be spying with, and it's Miles Garrett. And the reason you spy with Miles Garrett is, first and foremost, you can move him around. Well, I found something, and a bunch of people found something, when you move Miles Garrett to the strong side, to the weak side. What we want to do is we want to get in Lamar Jackson's head. We want him thinking about where is Miles Garrett at? Where is he coming from? I'd move him back off the line of scrimmage. I'd put him at linebacker, and I'd make him worry about where Miles Garrett is instead of worrying about downfield. If you could do that, Zadarius Smith can get home, Dalvin Thomason can get home, Oboe can get home, and I think that Miles Garrett can be a diversion as well as spying on Lamar Jackson. I go with Miles Garrett. Yeah, it can't be Miles Garrett because I need him in pass rush. I don't want to not... Uh, send Miles Garrett after the quarterback. We know what Lamar Jackson is under pressure. He is not nearly as good when the pocket is dirty. So I'm keeping Miles Garrett rushing after the passer. If he rushes the passer and Lamar runs the other way, you have no spy downfield. It can't be Delpit for the same reason that you said. Too far away from the line of scrimmage. I'm going to need him in pass help, in pass coverage help. So I want to keep him back there. He, he's done fine there. It's got to be JOK. 
And is he up to the task? I don't know. But he's, uh, of the three linebackers, to me, he's the fastest. He's the most athletic. He's the one that, to me, makes the most sense. One of the things that we've looked at as we take a look at this rivalry and how this game matches up is how the who's going to win in the trenches. Cleveland's offensive line or the Ravens' defensive line. The Browns' offensive line currently ranks 26th in the NFL in terms of allowing sacks. The, the Baltimore defense gets home. They're fourth in the NFL in terms of getting to the quarterback. Excuse me, fifth. They average 3.7 sacks per game. Who wins that matchup in the trenches? Those numbers would tell you the Ravens would win, but I don't buy those numbers because I think Deshaun Watson's responsible for a high percentage of his sacks. I think the Browns' problems on the offensive line are just one guy. Uh, to me, uh, that's a big problem. But ultimately, and we had the Ravens beat reporter on yesterday. Despite the numbers, he said, I'm concerned. They have Kyle Van Noy. They signed this week. He's going to be one right. of their top four guys in the pass rush. So I think the Browns' offensive line is going to hold up well in this game. And more, and more often than not, win the battle. So I'm going to give a slight edge to the Browns' O-line. For the sake of this topic, I'm going to say it all comes down to DTR because the ball has to come out a little bit quicker. We talked on the show, the YouTube show, about if it's an hour and if it's uh, if it's Deshaun, he can hold the ball a little bit longer and he can make things happen, and that puts a lot of more pressure on the offensive lineman to hold the blocks a little bit longer. With DTR, it's got to come out fast. You don't, you haven't earned that right really to hold on to the ball long and make and try and make something happen. See the read, make the play, get it out. So for that reason, if he can get it out on time on target, I'll give the edge to the Browns. But it really comes down to DTR and how long he's holding on to the ball. Offensive lineman's best friend is running play action, getting the ball out. I think if you run the ball, they don't know what's coming. Mix it up up front, and that slows down any pass rusher. Take it from me, the defensive end. Yeah, it's funny. I, going into the game, I would have thought that it would have been the Ravens' defensive line for the reason you talked about. He, th- he holds the ball for a long time, Deshaun Watson does, mm-hmm. and he creates a lot of his own sacks. But if it is DTR, I think you're making the offense one-two out. Mm-hmm. You know, get to the top of your, of, of your drop and get the ball out of your hand. So for that, I think it's kind of going to be a wash. I don't think either side's going to be dominant in the trenches. We're taking a break. When we come back, very interesting Super Bowl odds pertaining to our Cleveland Browns. We discuss them when the ultimate Cleveland sports show on Channel 3 comes right back. And we welcome you back to the ultimate Cleveland sports show on WKYC. Thanks so much for spending time with us. Before we get into the Super Bowl odds talk, which is interesting, Bull, yeah. you want to update us on the Ravens' health situation. Right. We've talked a lot about Deshaun Watson's injury, his status kind of unknown now for this weekend, but we've already heard that Odell Beckham and Marlon Humphrey, they're yeah, obviously Marlon Humphrey's by far their best corner. Uh, those guys, ha- again, did not practice today, so okay. neither one is likely to play. But also Rashad Bateman, oh, who's wow. their number three receiver, he has, did not practice today. Okay. Two of their starting linebackers did not practice today. And their left tackle, Ronnie Stanley. Wow. All six of those guys, not even limited. None of them practiced today. All right, very interesting. Talk odds right yeah. now. 26-1. to 1. That's where your Cleveland Browns sit right now after three games in the Super Bowl odds. And this is from Caesars Sportsbook. So you see the top five there on the left. And then on the right, you've got the Browns down there at number 10. They're the number 10 pick, 26-1, to 1, plus 2,600. Guys, if, the, if this, this season played out 26 times, how many times would the Browns win the Super Bowl? According to this, it would be once. Yeah, that's, I, I'm with that. I think that makes the most sense. I think any more than that would be overly biased. 
I mean, certainly it could be zero, right? You know, uh, the Browns haven't proven anything yet. It's three games. However, the way they've played defense so far leads you to believe they will have one of, of if not the best defense in football. Right. So, yes, if you, if you played the season 26 times, I think it's reasonable to think, as crazy as it may sound, that the Browns would win one of those 26 times the Super Bowl. The fact that there's 32 teams in the NFL and the Browns are one of the top 10 to even have be in this conversation makes yeah. my head explode. So yes. I don't <laughs> pretty much. I don't I don't I don't know the answer. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that sports books think they're one of the top, top 10 teams that have a chance. I mean, you know, this just goes to show you how great the Browns defense has been, how elite they've been. And you know, I've been on record saying I don't think this just could be just this year. I think this could be an all-time great defense the way they're playing with Jim Schwartz. And defense travels in the playoffs. You look at it, um, what the Browns are, are built on is defense, running the football, uh, Deshaun Watson playing better and getting making throws. I think with this defense, they win one time. I, I'll give them the one. I can't say two unless this offense comes around. But one time, I can see it winning. See, I, there's so many teams <clears throat> for me, the, the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Niners, the Dolphins now that if you played it 26 times, I think all four of those could win it multiple times. So it starts dwindling. I, I, I'm a the little... Dolphins would be in your top four? Dolphins would be... Dolphins, listen, I think the Dolphins are one of the top five teams in the NFL right now. Better it's not the, prisoner of the moment because better than of the, the 70 Bills? points. But it, I, it I think they're right of. there with the Bills. But I right think the now is the Bills right now. Who's well, the question is the based on what we know right now. To your point, the defense, if it continues to play that well... I think they do have a chance to win a Super Bowl if the season played out 26 times. But if they did, it would only be once yeah. for me. So I think they're it's I think they're fairly rated as the tenth long shot yeah. to win the Super Bowl. And let's see where that number goes as the season plays out. Real Hard quick, the official injury report is out, and Deshaun Watson is questionable. Okay. Listed okay. Is questionable well, that's so. better than out. Better than doubtful. And better than doubtful. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> All right, very good. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna do fence riders. We make guys pick a side. You have to go one way or another. Where are we going? Find out when the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on WKYC comes right back. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. A little bit of breaking news for you here. Uh, Deshaun Watson took one throw in practice today. Shoulder didn't feel right. Came over, talked to the trainer. DTR, the backup, has taken all of the snaps in practice. I'm told now that most gambling sites have taken this game off the board. Kevin Stefanski's talking to the media now. He said he's hopeful. Yeah. Deshaun can play on Sunday, but what else is he going to say? Yeah. Of course, he's I mean, it's that. very rare that a guy takes no snaps on a Friday and plays. And, on yeah, Sunday. you're right. That's I game mean, plan you know. Friday. Like, yeah, it's, it's <clears> possible <throat> that he could wake up Sunday morning and say, I, miraculously, I feel great. With the help of injections and modern exactly. medicine. Yeah, which they probably uh, yeah. haven't done yet. You'd want to save that save for it. Sunday, so yeah. we'll see. All right, let's do fence raiders, uh, McNuggets. What do we have? Let's do it, guys. One of these was Deshaun Watson related. We have taken that off the board just like Vegas has done with the <laughs> line for the game. So we have a two-pack of... 
Fence Riders for you. The first one is a question I never thought I would ask in a million years, but will any Ravens running back have more than 35, just 35 rushing yards against the Browns? We had a 4-3 split here. Myself, G, Jay, and Bull all said yes. Earl, Tyvis, and Jason said no. Wow, Jay. Stingy defense. 35 yards is not much. And neither are the Ravens running backs. (laughs) (laughs) What do they have? No, yeah, good answer. And if you go by history, the Browns just aren't giving up yards. They're not giving up yards. I don't think this is the team that's going to crack that code. Wow, if you can hold their leading rusher under 35. I think Lamar Lamar Jackson will easily (laughs) go over 35. Yeah. But if they don't have a running back that goes over 35, that bodes very well for yeah. the Browns. I mean, guys, you could fall forward for a few inches and get some yards. I think that's kind of tough, man. I mean, we saw the Brown, or Browns give up a longer run. Granted, what they did against Derrick Henry gives you a really excitement of it. I, I think that somebody at least gets at least 40 yards. Yeah, I'm not expecting a huge game from a Ravens back, but... Uh, I can't believe G's pouring average. out the Kool-Aid and I'm drinking it. Yeah, yeah no, that's a roll that's reversal a roll if reversal. I've ever seen yeah. one. <laughs> Well, what they held Derek, you're right. Derek Henry didn't do anything. Yeah. All right. What's the next one? Next one. This goes back to our favorite, our birthday boy this week, MJ Emerson. Will this be the week that either Greg Newsom or Martin Emerson gets their first career interception off Lamar Jackson, Earl G, J, and Bull? Y'all said yes. Well, I'm playing myself at Tyvis. I'm playing the law of averages. I mean, these guys are, especially Emerson, he's a ball hawk. He's got to get one at some point. So why not this one? I mean, if you're going to be mentioned with the best of the best, you got to have a pick, right? At least one. Eventually, let's go. I'm as big as Martin Emerson fan as anyone on the set. We already said Newsom interceptions ain't his thing. (laughs) So I'm just going to play the odds. If it hasn't happened yet, it probably won't be this Sunday. But eventually, I think Martin Emerson will be. he got to get lucky sometime. One of the two going to get a pick. Who knows? I'm going to go on the board and say it's Emerson. I think the reason I said yes is because I really think the Browns defensive front they're going to make life very uncomfortable for Lamar Jackson. And when Lamar Jackson gets uncomfortable, he tends to throw interceptions. Yeah, that's right. That's why I think one of the two will pick one. All right, we're taking a break. When we come back, you're probably wondering, who wins the game Sunday? Well, we're going to tell you. It's our pre-written headline segment where we tell you who wins when the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on Channel 3 comes right back. Welcome back to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on WKYC Channel 3. If you want to catch us two hours a day, you can watch us on our YouTube show mm-hmm. every Monday through Friday, 11 to 1. After every Browns game, starting at the two-minute warning, we do a post-game show. We talk till we have nothing left to say. It's Cleveland's highest-rated post-game show when it comes to the Browns, so make us a habit. All right, it's time to do pre-written headlines. That's where we tell you who wins 49 hours before the game. Bull? Well, this was my headline before we got the news on Deshaun Watson today. Ravens jailed. Home invasion foiled by Schwartz-led defense. <laughs> Remember yesterday, we played the clip of Roquan Smith saying, hey, it's like come, every team wants to come into your house and beat you up in front of your wife. Well, the Ravens tried, and they lost. All now, right. I'm not going to be full of baloney. I, I think the Browns still have a chance with DTR. If DTR is a starting quarterback, I will flip my pick and pick the Ravens to win. Right. I hope I'm wrong about that if it happens. But uh, I got, I had the Browns winning uh, 27-13 I, or, or 23-13. But if uh, DTR plays, I've got the Ravens winning 13-10. All right, G? I ain't, I ain't changing nothing up. My headline says, you know, go grab you a cup. Browns defense has the fans drinking the Kool-Aid. And you know what I got. This is sponsored by the Black Cherry and Watermelon Kool-Aid. Get your cup right now. I think the Browns defense shows up and shows out like they always do. DTR at quarterback. They're going to need a big game for Miles Garrett in the defense. 
I'm going with the Browns and I'm going with them winning this game 23 to uh, 13. Miles looks good in your t-shirt. Yes, he does. Kool-Aid Mafia in the building. Jason. I wasn't as creative as you guys. I just have the Browns flying high. I, at the last minute, I picked the Browns. I'm going to stick with the Browns, even if DTR plays. Defense okay. grounds Lamar. Browns enter by in first place. I still think that holds true. This defense is legit. And to me, it's going to come down to, listen, Deshaun didn't play well in week one, and they still scored 24 points against the Bengals. I realize that was with Nick Chubb, who's not there now. But this team can still win even without if Deshaun doesn't play. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I'm not changing my pick. Technically, if the Browns and Steelers both win, the Steelers are in first place. Yeah, but they're still yeah. in first place. <laughs> but the record, will take. they'd be even. They would t- Steelers would have the tie break. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Cleveland Browns, and I'm going with the Browns, whether it's Deshaun Watson or DTR. Uh, they make Ravens Smith eat crow. That's in response to him saying, we're going to come into their house and beat them in front of their wife and kids. All of us agreed that wasn't really smack talk, especially when you hear him say it and you don't read. It was taken out of context. When you read the text, it sounds like it was right. bad. Yeah. When you watch it, it wasn't nearly that bad. I think it'll be lower scoring and closer if it's DTR starting. But in defense, I trust. In Jim Swartz, I trust. I don't think this Ravens offense, who scored 17 last week in a loss against the Colts, I don't think they can get double digits against the Browns. So they don't have to do much to pull out the win. McNuggets. All right, and I'm also going, regardless if it's DTR or Watson, I'm going with the Browns to win. How about this headline? Outcasts in Cleveland. Oh. Sorry, Mr. Jackson. This defense oh, is real. Boy. And that's only two and a half seconds. You can't sue us. Take that, YouTube. Don't ever <laughs> sing on the show again, though, okay, McNuggets? Yeah, it's not, not one of my strong suits. Creativity is execution and singing. No, not. I like what you did there. Yeah. All right, so there you have it. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Again, he's just questionable right now, so that certainly doesn't mean that we're not going to see him. It's just, it's just uh, up in the air right now. That's going to do us for the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on WKYC Channel 3. Don't forget, we have a post-game show that begins at the two-minute warning of Sunday's Browns-Ravens game. You can catch us every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. on our YouTube show where we give you two hours of Browns talk each and every day. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the game. We'll see you next week. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.